we're back on But Make It Hallmark. I'm here once again with my co-host, Patty for week four of <gasps> Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. Can you believe it? We're on week four now. We've been doing this for a month. What? I mean, have I been watching silly movies for four weeks and just going crazy over them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that and, means we've been watching yeah, 16? We've done 16? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and there are going to be more. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually. So many more. <laughs> so many more. I was just looking at the schedule, Chingai, and it seems like this week, we're still in the normal week, but the week after is already the Thanksgiving marathon. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. think they're doing one movie every day. It seems like they're doing two movies every for the weekend. So okay. still, still adds up to the same thing, but some exciting stuff ahead. But before we get the Thanksgiving week, we still have two normal weeks to review. Um, yeah. And I <laughs> okay, it, it's, it's time to get down to business. Let's start this week off with Everything Christmas, starring... Mm. Catherine Barrow, Cindy Busby, Corey Sevier, and Matt Wells. Lori Jo's love for Christmas takes her on a road trip to Yuletide Springs with her roommate Tori, where Christmas is celebrated year-round to participate in a long-standing town tradition to honor her late grandmother. Along the way, the friends meet Carl and Jason and the forest will make stops during their journey to enjoy more small-town Christmas attractions. But when a series of events puts a damper on their plans, a little Christmas magic may put this trip back on the right path. That was a mouthful. <laughs> Last week, we were just talking about Cindy Busby and how we love her. All American, but actually she's Canadian. All Canadian. <laughs> Blonde girl. Charm. You're a little bit iffy going into this because Corey Sevier has never ever scored ever. a point with us. I remember him when he was a kid from Little Men on some 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 Hallmark-ish channel locally, oh and I don't know. He was he was adorable then. Not not so much. Not so much. Okay, everything Christmas. I think. Okay, what it has going for it is the friendship between. Catherine Barrel, a.k.a. Mm. Good Witch Lesbian yes. Joy, and Cindy Busby. I really like the friendship between these two. They're very, you know, Betty and Veronica, mm. I guess. One is super blonde. wistful and blonde and optimistic. Another <laughs> one is more, you know, serious. She's, she's the brunette, of course. That was fine. But when they go on this road trip, this magical, this magical road trip with a magical Santa and all these magical things happening. That's when, that's when this movie lost me because I don't know. I mean, I understand that there always has to be some magical Santa movie in in any Hallmark season, but I feel like this was laying it on way too thick. Like you know how we had those God winks. This felt like a God wink movie where. You know, you know, <laughs> like is he Santa? Is he not Santa? Of course he's Santa. And then, and then this could have been helped by chemistry between the girls and their um, corresponding partners. But I just mm. didn't feel it. I know you told me that you like Jason, who was the witch lesbian's partner. I, I, I didn't like him. He felt like a fake Baldwin to me. Um, I liked them on a curve of people not to like in this movie. I was trying okay. to find a silver lining. But Chingai, I mean, tell me more if you have anything more. And if not, I will 
add nothing. I'm kidding. <laughs> nothing Christmas. Um, all I have to say is skip this one. Skip this one. Yeah. Even if Cindy Busby, we're always going to support her. I mean, mm. we watched it to support her, but otherwise, just yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Nah, no. So, only things I'm going to add is that Corey Sevier, we, well, I don't believe in you just yet, but, but, we have had Christmas miracles come around, and maybe one time soon, hopefully next year, I don't know, maybe you'll hit that out of the ballpark, but this was not it. I wasn't angry at the movie, so that's always, so far this year, at least from my mm-hmm. recollection of the 16, mm-hmm. I haven't been angry. I've mm-hmm. been eh, meh, but not angry, so that's good. Maybe CCB is gone, and that's why. However, um, I guess some good points was that I do... I don't know why I liked it, but I like the Chris Kringle guy. I mean, there was a you magical. Did? I did. I'm <laughs> such a sucker. I think I'm also emotional um, this week. Okay, uh, okay. It's an emotional week for me. And maybe I was just giving in to, you know, what the fuck they were sh- selling. It did feel more like a Miracles of Christmas movie than a CTC movie. But whatever. I liked lesbian good witch aunt yeah. cousin more than I did Cindy Busby's character. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish it was just like a Cindy Busby joy lesbian movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me. Cindy Busby could pull it off. I can see this. The Corey Sevier thing just wasn't, there was zero chemistry. However, I did say I like Jason because compared to Corey, I was just like, I'll take anybody else. Um, what I, I just want to call out to, well, another thing that I want to call out is that you know how they went to that enchanted forest, whatever? Yeah, I was hopeful Sorry. that there was yeah. going to be a bike there. Yes, I was thinking nature. Here we go. Cindy must be in her fucking element. They're going to put it in a forest. Everything will be good. No, it wasn't. It was like <laughs> one set of Christmas trees with lights yeah. that were shitty. Guys, Hallmark goes all out with their, you know, Christmas decor. And this one was just bad like super bad like cheap ass bad and i was so disappointed i'm like you built up this motherfucking enchanted forest mm-hmm. for me to just see like what para lang siyang like mall like tutuban mall levels and tutuban oh can do it better tutuban can do it better so i'm just really disappointed in this enchanted forest and that sucks so sorry magical realism godwink wannabe I did not want this. So it was a nothing Christmas. Skip, skip, skip. Not angry. I know I sound angry. I'm not angry at it. Okay? I was I was mildly... No, no. Okay. I was irritated. That's yeah. it. I was exactly. mad I was irritated. Yeah. It's just like, why? Cindy Cindy deserves better. Corey, do better. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Still on Countdown to Christmas's um, series of movies, we move on to a Heidelberg holiday starring Gina Claire Mason and Frederick Brossier. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Heidi Heidelberg receives the dream opportunity to sell her beautiful handmade glass ornaments at the prestigious Heidelberg Christmas Market in Germany. While there, she meets Lucas, a local artisan who helps her reconnect with her lost heritage. Okay, I was scared for this movie because... Well, one, I thought it was two unknowns, and then I realized that it was the girl in the Rockettes movie last year, which I honestly slept through. Honestly. I think you did the review there and I had nothing to add because mm-hmm. I just didn't mm-hmm. have anything. I did. I was worried about this one because of her and I was right to be worried. I was telling Chingai right before we recorded that it actually was not a bad movie. But I just am really not into this girl that meh. So 
I guess the trope here is the Hallmark Channel fascination with foreign lands. And now we go with Germany. I have only been to Berlin and everybody says Berlin is not Germany. So here we get the very traditional Christmas market. And I actually really appreciated the start of the movie wherein they showed her siblings and her family and her oma getting really excited for her. I think the brother in the beginning was a cameo from When Calls the Heart, um, boyfriend of Aaron Krakow. Was that him? Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it was him. And so if you rewind, I'm going to try to look at the cast list here. But anyway, point is, (laughs) it was cute to see all the trying to speak German, considering I've been learning Duolingo German for like five years now, and I'm still terrible, but I could understand very few things uh, in it. So I'll move to the Germany portion of it because we do love a fascination with a foreign land, and anyone with an accent wins here, and this is not a Dan Genonet uh, fake accent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I forgot about him! Oh, he'll be back next week. We won't forget But this guy, Frederick Brossier, he is a tall man. And I have a fascination with tall men with broad shoulders. And so I looked him up because I'm like, this guy's accent is quite good as a German accent where it's not forced. And he's German. Okay, noted. No wonder. But I like the artisan thing. I liked how they showed little nuances about Germany, how the numbers aren't like, you know, in the way they did blocks in the U.S. I even know that's how they did the numbering in the U.S. of like 100 because it's the next block. Interesting. Because I didn't like this girl, I was trying to focus on all the other things about the movie, including the very nice postal service officer that was super proud of the German postal service. I didn't even know that was a thing. I <laughs> liked his extra, um, Frederick Brossier's uh, Lucas. Lucas's parents, who were supposedly extra, but actually in the grand scheme of things, not extra because they are not an American family, which I liked how they were self-aware enough to call out all these quote-unquote differences in culture of the soft cell versus the hard cell and you know saint nicholas and santa claus and it was nice that they included like the brother-in-law of lucas who was american and that's why the kids have non-german accents and completely (laughs) just sound american it was convenient and nice but most of all i really appreciate how practical and straightforward this german man is as he stereotypically should be because he was just like i'm into you i'm gonna kiss you like it was just very adult and you know i love an adult love story of course i love the kileg and the in the frisson and we're gonna talk about that a lot later but this one felt very practical and very german and i liked it so you know i wish we could have had anyone else but this girl we you know who i was thinking could do Mm -hmm. really well in this amanda shell because i feel like she's american american maybe she's canadian too god knows but i always remember her as of course center stage lady and seeing her as an adult and you know showing up in hallmark movies she always has that like joy to her or like Mm -hmm. that you know kind of like aura of naivete a little but you know she's a smart kid and so I was hoping her with this guy that would have really worked for me and this would have been a way more enjoyable movie because I was not rooting for this girl and sorry what a dumb girl to use a cheap what a dumb girl to use the cheap postal service when you are rushing something Chinga you should know this you are a businesswoman you're rushing something in your dream event your dream event Use a shitty service, and now it gets broken. 
come on. Apart from the lady that gets broken. And then you make all these, like, I mean, honestly, those whatever she did in the end. If I ordered Christmas balls and I got something else after, I would refund. So sorry. <laughs> uh, that part, I didn't believe. And yeah. Anyway, sorry. Recency bias. Just watch it. I have so many feelings. And yeah, Chingai, what are your thoughts? I'm just impressed at the level of detail you were <laughs> able to go into this because honestly, I, I tuned out. I was so I was so enamored by this movie in the beginning and like mm. the first third of the movie because I, I like, I, I love a destination movie. Mm. Um, Heidelberg is wonderful. I, I, I'm assuming it's really Heidelberg that they yeah. shot at, Maybe. like at Christmas in Vienna, right? I, I love, I loved his family. Yeah, his, you know, again, I love a builder, a craftsman. <laughs> he was making furniture. Great. <laughs> the thing is, I, I wanted to, I wanted to have better feelings about Rocket Girl, uh. but I think now that Jesse Schramm has just skyrocketed rocketed into stardom I think this girl has taken Jesse Schramm's place she just looks really feel like really sour and salty yeah. and yeah. I'm like girl you don't deserve you don't deserve this yeah. you don't deserve this you don't Christmas deserve market the destination movie fascination with foreign lands DM I mean and then whenever we get these like quote unquote performers with a capital P they they have to have that like that one part where they sing and and you know how like they overperform uh-huh, all the time uh-huh. like everyone's singing normally and she's on stage with a guy and they're singing their Christmas song but then she has to go and like turn it up to to 11 12 <laughs> and, and I'm, I, I I'm guessing if she was in the rocket movie then she's she has to be oh. some kind of stage performer right the way she sang made, made it <laughs> seem like she was and I was so happy that they cut her off because like God, show up <laughs> I'm so sad because I, I started out really being hopeful for this movie and I I just left like not looking at the computer. I, I was, I could have been angrier. I could have. But like, are we going to judge movie this, movies this way? Are we always going to go like, yeah, I wasn't mad. You know, I mean, let's, let's aim higher. Is that a way to live? I'm not mad. No, it's not. We deserve better. (laughs) And I know that last week was such a perfect week that nothing could have. This week just didn't stand a chance, especially with the lineup. Let's be real. But I was still hopeful. So you know what? I wouldn't say skip this movie, but it's a manicure movie. Do your chores, Mm -hmm. wrap some gifts, bake some cookies, and put this on the background because, yeah, that's what it is. But... When we're back, two more movies from Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. And guys, they get a lot better. We'll be back on But Make It Hallmark. And we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and I'm with my co-host, Shingai. And we are halfway through. Recounting this past week's four movies from Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. And today, I am happy and excited and giddy to present The miracle of Christmas, the Miracles of Christmas Offering, starring... Oh, I forgot to name the name of the movie because I'm so excited <laughs> to say who's starring in it. So the movie is Mystery and Mistletoe Lane, starring Erica Serra and my man, Victor Webster. <laughs> New to town... Heidi, number two, Wicks, and her kids discover a Christmas mystery in their historic home. Local handyman and historian David 
helps along the way, finding his own surprising connection. New to town from far away, a loving family starts their day. This place is creepy. Getting settled, soon they find a hiding place with a clue inside. This really is some Christmas treasure hunt. Curiosity grows, as does romance by the tree, as we come together to solve this Christmas mystery. Oh, wow. Whoever lived here before was obsessed with Christmas. We, or, okay, when I say mystery we, it's me. I. <laughs> I have loved and adored Victor Webster ever since Summer Villa. Summer Villa, I would not say, is a great production, but shot to the heart, and he won me. And this was, oh my God, full circle. I first discovered Summer Villa in Bangkok, living in my aunt's like house. Yeah, I was I was there on a. I was I and I, I'm telling you guys this because I think it's interesting of a turnaround. But long story short, is that I was I had first moved to Singapore. And was looking for work and I had to exit into Bangkok every month because my visa had run out. Normally people exit to JB, blah, 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 but I exited to Bangkok because why not? It's so near. What I would do in Bangkok is apply for work, but also watch Hallmark movies because my aunt had like this, like somehow they had a cable connection that was connected to the US and I was watching US channels. And so in that 2018 vacation around February, I was watching... Hallmark, and one of those movies was Summer Villa. And since then, I'm like, who is this man? And guys, tomorrow I fly to Bangkok after a long full time. Full circle. It's come full circle. And I bring the burliness of Victor Webster with me because this man has aged like a fine wine. He's had some misses, of course. There are movies where it's just like, eh, because it's not that. I think highlights for me, and I'm, I'm again diverging and you know, just going off tangent, but that's what happens with Victor Webster. Um, Five Star Christmas, Bethany Joy Lens, him, that height differential, the burly. I think he was at his burliness, beastiness in that. He didn't look as burly here, but still burly. So trope, of course, big-ish city girl comes to a small town and tries to fit in with the tr- Christmas traditions. I will give it to Erica Sarah because as a single, a newly divorced mom of two old kids this was already potentially terrible (laughs) but it wasn't because as much as the teenage daughters this week were edging on i wanna smack you guys silly you guys should behave better she was actually not terrible and i like the relationship with her little brother again more things you will see in the next movie but erica's hair's voice is hoarse as fuck and it's husky and I love that. Um, and she she looks good. She's not your usual Hallmark blonde, you know, bimbo. In fact, she was super capable. And, you know, I could believe her being capable. Sorry. So they're not all bimbos. In fact, they're all supposed to be capable women. But this one I believed. And seeing her fall for burly, burly handyman Victor Webster, um... I really liked it. Of course, I could predict that David's father was the heir to the mystery house. And I can't remember a Christmas movie as much on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel where it's actually a mystery. So it was, you know, I'll take it. There's a mystery here. I'm trying to place where David's father was because he's been in other um, he's been in other Hallmark movies 
and I can't somehow place him. Like, I didn't bother to check because I'm going through this. Like, I'm not going to look at my phone um, time in my life. But it was good. And Victor Webster can have chemistry with anyone. And anytime he leaned on a goddamn wall in that Henley, just gazing at her or making fun of her or, you know, falling in love with her. I'm like, pick me, choose me, want me, Victor Webster. <laughs> um, every time he walked through a door frame, I was scared he would not fit in the door frame, but he did. <laughs> he did every single time. I liked how this guy seemed to not have a job, but he did. He was a handyman. And I don't understand how he was the historical society's president because this guy did not believe in anything. But... Did I suspend my belief? Of course, because he was really, really good looking. And he was like a manly man, man for our seasons, man of my heart. Um, clearly, I'm not making any sense because I was just really watching for Victor Webster. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what I want to say here is that when the girl is not terrible, because she was really like, I liked her, the plot can be meh. And then you add a Victor Webster and it's like, I'm good. I'm not expecting more. This is Miracles of Christmas. See, I'm not unreasonable. And so when we are a little pissed off or irritated at movies, there is a reason. Because this <laughs> could have gone down a path. It had children. It had a freaking mystery. And yeah, a, an annoying vice mayor that wasn't vice mayor. The vice mayor actor. The mayor of our hearts. The mayor of our hearts. They could have used him in this. Anyway, point is, <laughs> in the curve of this week... It is third because it got elevated by Victor Webster um, and how he has to lean down incredibly low to kiss this girl because it was me. I am projecting myself into Erica Serra and I have no regrets. I liked it. I liked it. It was predictable. It was safe. Victor Webster, come fix something in my house any day of the week. This to me felt like a children's story. I, I'm just not one for the mysteries, I mm. guess. I used to read The Babysitter's Club. Mm. And The Babysitter's Club, they have like a, they have a spin-off. Like they have this mystery spin-offs. And so every everyone gets like their own little, little mystery. And this is what that felt like. It could have been like a normal Hallmark movie, but then they went and spun it into a mystery, which I didn't care for. But the fact that Victor Webster was there, the fact that Erica Serra was fun to watch, made me stay. So I didn't really like pay attention when it was the kids solving puzzles and looking for clues. The dad, I was just kind of eh, about. But once Victor and Erica were together on screen, I was riveted. <laughs> I was like, completely, completely focused. I loved their banter. It was very seamless. I think this is what the mature actors of the Hallmark Channel do very well. <laughs> Like Brennan Elliott, you know, it, it's very seamless. It's smooth, but it's not put on or contrived. And I like how he kept making fun of her. Like, and she made fun of him too, like with his Paul Bunyan shirt. Mm. And and like there was like this one part where he was like eating cookies. And he's like, yeah, mama. He goes like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. This, 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 this is different. This is like a whole other league. And I mean, coming from... You know, other movies that we watched this week. This was really very different. I really appreciated Linda, the historical yes. society girl, the older older woman. Kind of reminds me of Cynthia Nixon. I was going to say, Cynthia Nixon. Doesn't she look like Cynthia Nixon? It's yeah. weird. So, I mean, her alone was like, okay, I like this side character. Makes up for the kids. Yeah. And then they give her they give her an actual storyline with, with Victor Webster's dad, which I... <laughs> 
you know, that, that elevator. Yeah, well, obviously. But, you know, they could have left her as Linda alone. Mm. But then they, they did pair her up with, what's his name, J-R-W-R. I don't know. And, and that that was pretty fun also. Walter. Uh, yeah, Walter. Walter Randall. Yes. Who cares? <laughs> No one. I'll no one cares. No one. All Victor Webster has to. I was telling Pat that they should just do like a series where Victor <laughs> Webster is doing boyfriendy things in front of the camera. Kind of like an OnlyFans, I guess, but make it Hallmark. <laughs> Victor Webster cooking. Victor Webster saying, yeah, mama. Victor Webster eating chowder. <laughs> oh my god. I would subscribe to this. I'm not kidding. I don't even need him to address me. You know how in like Cameo, like you send messages? Yeah. He just needs to video himself doing housework. And exactly. I, you this can, is hey, we have but make it Hallmark only fans. Market. And you know what? Honestly, I'm down. Fuck, we should pitch this. It's good. <laughs> Another brilliant idea on but make it Hallmark. <laughs> Victor Webster like changing a light bulb. Victor Webster drying the dishes. Victor Webster throwing things into the laundry. I won't say how many clothes he's wearing because he has to do laundry. Like, whoops, I have no more laundry. Anyway, it's not Hallmark anymore. It's just <laughs> lifetime. But it was good. It was it was this is the cautionary of like you put an extremely talented actor, the rest of it can be mid mid, and you can even throw in a fucking mystery. But he can carry the whole thing on his broad shoulders. And again, the girl was good. Not, yeah. not like you know, I wouldn't say again. I'm not gonna compare it to anyone because I think she did a good job. But that she wasn't necessarily your A star, A plus, you know, actress, and she didn't need to be. She didn't need to In be. the battle of the Ericas, Sarah versus the Rats, Sarah is the clear winner. Shots fired! I swear, I feel like we need to do like a tally of the girls that um, Shingai and I hate because we have, our, we have our targets on some people and we're not ashamed. Um, some of them have not yet moved to GAC. Okay. <laughs> From one hunky heartthrob to another. Our final movie for this week, the one on the nice list, another one on the nice list, is Christmas Island, starring Rachel Scarston and Andrew Walker. When a snowstorm diverts Kate's first private flight en route to Switzerland to Christmas Island, she must team up with an air traffic controller to secure her dream job as the family's pilot. This is your captain. This trip we are making a temporary stop is about to take a turn. Looks like nobody's leaving this island for at least a couple days. For the festive. This is where I live. Christmas Island. What? No one leaves this place a Scrooge. So what's this about you needing my help? Just, you know, some tips on how to make a perfect Christmas while we're stuck here. Let the festivities begin. Where to begin? Racial Scarston. Let, let's start with Racial Scarston. Yes, let's you know, do it. Like warm up to the the meat and <laughs> potatoes of this. Racial Scarston. I love her. She's like Hallmark's Gataka Uma Thurman. She's very, you know, she's but very like. Yeah, she's very. I don't know. Like she looks Danish or German or you know she she looks she looks good in a tight bun. Let's just say that. Yes. <laughs> Not a baby hair out of place. Yeah, and she does these like 
quirky roles so well. Like, honestly, like, this movie would have been a throwaway had it been cast differently. Because, like, mm. I don't want to watch something about a pirate. This just, number one, they've done this stranded in a different different place so many times. Number two, like, pilot, really, really. But I believe it. Rachel Scarson, in my head, this is what a pilot looks like. Okay? I, she just looks great in her uniform. And then I believe that she is climbing that corporate ladder and like, girl, get it. You know, get the international flights. Like, what? what is that movie with like first class Gwyneth Paltrow had this movie where she she was a flight attendant yes, and she yes. was like aiming for this like the, the first class flight yes I, I see she's in an orange you're from the top anyway <laughs> anyway Rachel Scarston I like you please do more movies Hallmark's gotta gotta like <laughs> gotta milk her for all that she brings to the table because she's so different from yes, everyone else exactly. not a blonde bimbo yeah this girl all. is this is Oxford educated. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I mean feels like it. I actually don't know. Also, Absolutely. I, she's not American, right? Is she? Because like she played the nanny, like MI6 nanny last year, yeah. and I believe the accent. But now she had an American accent and I don't know. I believe the two. Oh, she's Canadian. Does sound... Oh. She's Canadian. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Uh what? She oh she's in a bunch of okay, she's in a bunch of like CW movies, so I'm not surprised. But yeah, okay, we like her. I like her. I really like I her. I like her, I like her. Okay, so I think she brings something different to the table. It's like nobody else does what she can do. Yeah. And speaking of that, like who who can really do what Andrew Walker does? No one. No one. I mean we did we did like squeal for like I don't know how long about Tyler Hines last <laughs> week. Andrew Walker brings another kind of energy to the table. To me, he is still Captain America of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. I, It looks like he just gets younger year on year. Mm. I don't know what mm. kind of like... He looks so good this year. He's drinking a lot of press juice, Little West. <laughs> I guess so. And I, I think he's bulking up. I don't know. Because yeah. like, yeah. for, for a minute there, he was like, okay, I think I think he's too thin. Mm. I don't know. Okay, yeah. why are we talking about his body? Okay, <laughs> because last year he showed up. He showed up doing push-ups, okay? He was shirtless and doing push-ups. We can't have that every year. No. And that's okay. It's and okay. That's okay. It's you know okay. Why? Because... Why? The energy he brings as this cocky air traffic controller mm. is, is unparalleled. The, they hadn't even seen each other. They were just communicating via radio. And already, I was feeling it. We hadn't even been 10 minutes into the movie. And they were just going at it. Where, like, he wouldn't let her... He wouldn't let her land or something, and that's why she got rerouted. And of course, they end up meeting each other. And oh my god, it's just so perfect. I normally don't like blondes, you know, blonde on blonde, because uh-huh. it's just too much blonde. But but yes, Andrew Walker and Rachel Scarson, super believable. He saves her from car trouble, does all the normal things. And yet, he he brings this, he peppers it with Andrew Walker flavor that I just I, I can't get from anywhere else I mean Victor Webster yes he has his own brand mm, you know mm, the mm, Beast mm. brand yes Andrew Walker is all-American yes he's Canadian he brings that <laughs> all-American Hallmark energy all-Canadian energy to the table he is just like you know he's like the maple syrup you want to add to your mm. pancakes speaking of 
Canada. Um, the almost kisses <laughs> in this movie. He's so good at it. He's the king of the almost kisses. Yeah. I swear. Like he can hold tension so well. And then, and then, the authentic conversations, TM. Oh my god. Thank god we have movies where these conversations are believable. And I just like <laughs> want to insert myself in their narrative and because it's just so good. Like, I was kicking my feet. I was losing it while watching this movie. And, okay, shout out to Good Witch Handyman. It's his yes! second movie for this season. I mean, guys gotta work. And I'm happy <laughs> for him. <laughs> Uh, what else this feels like a very modern Hallmark Mm. movie whereas Summer Villa is not yeah (laughs) it's hinged with I don't know (laughs) with with 2010's energy this one feels like it's off the moment and I think it's gonna age pretty well what do you what do you have to add Patty I I am just like going all over the place here you, you watch it before me and I mean, he is the Captain America of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, as he deserves to be. Every time you see and know Andrew Walker coming onto a screen, you are hoping against hope that his Christmas movies do well, because he hasn't always done well with Christmas movies. Well, And that was disappointing, right? Like, he'd do, like, the Christmas on Maple Tree Drive or whatever with, like, I forget her name. And then we had Marion Bright, which wasn't too bad, but also not hitting the mark. And so finally last year, when we got him in, you know, three wise men and a baby, I was like, this is it. This is it. He's hitting his stride. He's hitting his stride. And so I was a little scared about this movie because Christmas Island, small town, too quirky. But he pulled it off. This guy pulled it off. The chemistry between them is electric. The the town traditions didn't seem as annoying because it was Andrew Garfield walk. Uh, Andrew Garfield. It was Andrew Walker walking you through, walking me, holding my hand through this. The what do you call this? The getting of the crab like cages to make the Christmas tree. Ingenious in Andrew Walker's like expert hands. Belschnickel. Yeah, on he does it so well. He did it better than the Heidelberg people. <laughs> I know, and they are the original Belschnickel. So yeah. you know, I was I laughed when they brought up Belschnickel. I'm like, lol, Andrew's done it, and he's done it well. So fuck off. But no, I'm curious actually to see how did they make it work because unlike Mystic Christmas, where they show us one year later they did the long distance, like she's gonna be the pilot, right? She's gonna do her thing. So how? How? Like. The movie actually kept me wanting more. I wanted more answers. So I am proposing a second movie where I am assuming, I am assuming she will be based in um, Christmas Island, but because she's a pilot, she, you know, ferries them back and forth to wherever this family is. I will call it out to the family. I find that dad to be handsome and I kind of wish he would be, I don't know, a more of a side character. I wasn't too fond of the mom, but the kids were not terrible. The older daughter, obviously, with the social media campaign, I'm like, okay, let's, <laughs> you know, hashtag this. You know, I thought that was funny, um, but also, oh, no. I did like her relationship with Good Witch Uncle. Yeah, that, um, that was very heartwarming. That I was very heartwarming. That. When she hugged him in the end before she mm-hmm. left, like, I was crying. I was like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> same, same, same. So it was, it was good. And I'm not... Again, this week, I was surprised by the children because I usually turn away, walk away, do whatever when it's the kids' turns. But the brother-sister relationships here hit quite close. And oh it, it was quite good. 
that. Yeah, I was actually paying attention when like she um she reads the letter her brother wrote yeah. to Santa and yeah. he says, like, I just want my, my sister to like me. Yeah. That that kinda that kinda hit me hard, yeah. And the and, fact and that she actually remember. did something for him. Like, wow, I actually I actually cared about this. Exactly. And that's what I think elevated this movie. So maybe it's the racial scars then um adding kids in. Cause she did the kids last year too, mm-hmm. right? And who knew this German? Oh, she's not German. So I looked her up. She has a she has a Norwegian father, and thus these features, these Gataka features. But I loved it. Um, Andrew can anything, anything, anything. He can anything. I there. He is the ver- Andrew can Andrew. He is the verb. He is the moment. He is the Captain America. And I'm so glad we continue to see him and are blessed by his presence because honestly, wow, 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 wow. He does it so well. So, so well. But when we're back, we can't end an episode without our favorite segment. We will be doing another Christmas edition of Mary Kill After the Break. And we are back. (laughs) I want to say thanks for even just hanging around. I know this week hasn't been as crazy as the past week, but again... I have high hopes. We are hitting the Thanksgiving week soon, and I feel like there should be good stuff up ahead. But before we move on, we cannot, cannot end this episode without going through our favorite segment, holiday edition of Mary Kill. And I'm just going to start because you guys already know who I'm killing. Um, If it isn't obvious, I am doing a double homicide on Corey Sevier and the Rockette. You know what? Oh give them a movie next year. I'm kidding. Don't, well, okay, wait, 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 wait. Movie next Chandler Massey and Jesse Shab gave what? us gave us a banger. To mm-hmm. be fair, two wrongs made the right, two hilaus made the hinog. Can Corey and Raquette turn this? Corraquette? I don't know. Let's not give them a portmanteau. Let's not. <laughs> well, it's gonna be Corey. Okay, I didn't even guys. think to bring Rocket Girl into yeah. the picture. Yeah, I, I was I was like toying with the idea of like do, do I bring Jason on like Corey and Jason, but but you know what? It really Ooh. is Corey who's the problem here. So I'm just yeah yeah. He's it's his the lead. Fault. Yeah, the thing with Jason is that he wasn't good, but he also mm. was, he wasn't anything. So like I get why mm. you shouldn't have to care. So yeah, okay, sorry Corey, it's a double murder for you and Rocket, you're out. Okay, cool. <laughs> Chingai, <laughs> I am. Um, what do you this call should be this? interesting because we have well, we have we yeah. have quite a selection here. <laughs> I know, right? It took me a while, honestly, to figure out like who I wanted to. Um, how do we call this? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but instead, I am going to Scheiße. Or at least that's what Google Translate tells me. Because Duolingo hasn't taught me the uh, German translation of fuck. But apparently in German, mm-hmm. fuck means scheiße. And I will scheiße Lucas. Mm-hmm. Wow, this man. Mm-hmm. This man yes. is a man. And again, I feel like he is the German counterpart of Victor Webster in the handyman mm-hmm. universe of handymen. Girl, we need to make a list of handymen. Oh, because handyman the list is growing. Dilfs. Dilfs of Hallmark. Dilfs, yes. Oh my god, Travis Van Winkle. Anyway, Handyman Lucas. Scheiße, scheiße, scheiße. Because honestly, this is fuckworthy. I like that he he looks so wholesome. But 
I feel like he could fuck, you know, mm-hmm. that German man, he can do it. He's so straightforward and practical. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would be very methodical about it. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> I, I, I can just, you know, this is this, we can get down to business. I can get down to business. Let's do this. It's a business time. But yeah, sorry. Scheiße, fuck, German, Lucas. Do you check that? I'm scheiße in German, <laughs> Lucas, too. Because I think it just would bring something interesting to the table, you know? Like, like a German guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I mean, they're German. Yeah, I was German about to say, I, mean, I like I German know, food. I like, I like. I do. I have also only been to Berlin, which maybe is not representative yeah. of the entirety of Germany. It's not. So, it is. Yeah. no, 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 no. Should I we go to Heidelberg? Are, you, are we going to I, Heidelberg? I, I, I wouldn't. Why not? Mind. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Scheiße, um, either of us have to go first. I'm not going to like begrudge you that. But yeah, Lucas, <laughs> watch out. We're coming for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a threat. It was. <laughs> All right. Um, Chingai. So I thought about it. And I thought about mm-hmm. a polyamorous, like, non-monogamous relationship to marry both Andrew and mm-hmm. Victor. But then I really thought about it. And I'm like, no, marrying Victor. Like, he turns me to mush. Um, I feel like a girly girl next to him. And I just want to marry this guy. Coincidentally, <laughs> Victor Winter is now divorced. <laughs> I mean, what timing? Yeah. What timing, Victor? What timing? Thank you. No, I'm sorry. I can help you nurse your broken heart. Um, yeah, I'm gonna marry him. I again, there is a law in the universe that when Victor Webster shows up, mm-hmm. I gotta walk down the aisle. Um, Victor Webster, will you marry me? No. Well, yes, you are. Like, okay. Was there cool. ever any doubt? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did you really have no. to think about it? I mean, <laughs> like like you and Victor Webster, no. there is also a rule in the universe where Andrew Walker shows up, I marry yes. him. I'm short. He can be a short king to me, and he'll still be tall. It's fine. I I he'll again still be tall. like you. I turn into mush with Andrew Walker's charms. I'm just yes. I always like the popular guy when it comes to like these movies and books. It's like I'm I'm, I'm such a sucker for the Let popular guy and. There is no more popular guy in Hallmark than Andrew Walker. So, yep, that's it. My husband. I have a question. Do you think he could have played the Chris Silver role? No. Because Tyler brings a different... I don't know. I think Tyler brings like the self-awareness Bye. where he kind of kind of can laugh at himself. Okay. Not saying that Andrew Walker doesn't because yeah, he yeah. does make fun of himself. Yeah, but not saying. Andrew Walker's more like Tom Cruise, you know? He, he just is. But Ty- yeah. Tyler Hines, like, okay. he is a certain way and he knows it. So there, there's there's a difference between... There's a disconnect. So on counterpoint, do you think that um, Tyler Hines can do Christmas Island oh role? Oh my god, I think he could. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Right? I mean, I'm going to have to think about this. Like, like this, this is like a dissertation level type like of analysis. That, 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 that is what we, we bring you guys in But Make It Hallmark. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us once again this week. It is not the best of weeks, but it still brought the good. So guys, don't forget to catch... Uh, Christmas Island with Andrew Walker and Mystery and Mr. Lolaine with Victor Webster. And I want to say thank you. Follow us on our socials. If you haven't, like, subscribe, share with a friend. Uh, if you're not following us, we are at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram and at Make It Hallmark on Twitter. Y'all, another week is done. 
Thank you so much. Thanks, Jingai. Thank you. Can't wait for the next one. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.